maybe one of the worst divisions in the NFL when it comes to building an all-division team. The NFC North all-division mega squad. We are building a team of 11 offensive players, 11 defensive players, and then how does this division stack up against the rest of the NFL's all-division mega teams? Coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We appreciate all the everydayers out there. Make sure you are subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode of PNW is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti Styler Tumbler with every order of bird dogs more on bird dogs momentarily matt uh but we got to talk nfc north here we are uh, going through division numbers <laughs> this division number <laughs> in our series so we got a couple more to go after this one to finish up the nfc you can go back and and hear all of our all division teams the afc is done the nfc east is done this is our second nfc team of the nfc north and uh this is a tough one. This is a struggle to put together a really top-notch all-division squad. And, you know, there's some divisions where you think, you know, like the AFC South, like ah, maybe they won't be as good as some of the other divisions. Mm-hmm. But, ah, man, this one, was, this one was even worse than I thought it was going to be. Much. I mean, very, very much. I mean, I'll be shocked if this isn't last, although both Souths are pretty rough as well, no question. But it, it was alarming, the lack of high-quality star players at this almost across the board. There's a couple spots that are fine, but for the most part, there's not a lot of competition. There's going to be a lot of, eh, I guess I'll settle for that guy. It's the best we can do. You know, I mean, it's alarming. I mean, there's just not that many good players in the, in the North. I was shocked. Well, maybe that'll make for some more debates for us here. Maybe. Trying yeah. to figure out which players go in which positions, but definitely a lack of star power. Let's start at quarterback. I, this was super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. We've got Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings, Jordan Love now getting his shot to be the guy with the Green Bay Packers, Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions, and Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. Do you feel strongly about which way this should go? I, I think I know which way it maybe should go, but I don't want to go that way, man. None of them are great. I mean, it's going to be the weakest quarterback one for sure. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it will be. I, I think so. Well, uh, the other two <laughs> NFCs are pretty bad, too. We haven't done the South yet. Yeah, we haven't done yeah. the South yet. Yeah. The West isn't we... tremendous either, right? Usually, Especially right, yeah. Kyler Murray's injury. And, you know. Um, so let's narrow it down this way. I don't know if you agree or not. But I think Cousins and Goff are the same mold, but Cousins is better. Can we agree on that? Yeah, track record favors Cousins yeah. off had a nice year last year, but yes. if on the veteran route, then it's Kirk Cousins for me. Fields is really hard to play against. You know, I mean, I think love is out of the equation, although I have some high hopes for him. Well, I have some hopes for him. I don't know about high hopes. Yeah. Fields is really, he's got some weapons. Like he, he could absolutely break out. It's just, there's not enough to go on for Jordan. Right. I mean, you can't make him the pick. So I think it's Fields versus Cousins. But one guy I don't know if is a good enough passer at this point. I think it has to be Cousins, but that is boring and lame. 
<laughs> it's boring, which is why I want to go Justin Fields, Matt. I, I think you mentioned how tough he's going to play against. Uh, he's going to at least run the ball. And uh, there's some projection here. And again, this mm-hmm. isn't a 2022 team. This is a 2023 no, right, right. team. And what could he be? And, and I do expect even more of a breakout for Justin Fields. Um, is that enough to take him over Kirk Cousins? I don't know, but I, I almost do want to go Justin Fields. And maybe I'm too much of a Justin Fields believer. There's too much talent there. Kirk Cousins is the boring answer. And, and I, I would buy absolutely Jared Goff as well. And, and look, you could project Jordan Love. He's got some physical ability. Um I want to lean Justin Fields, but the the, the answer kind of has to be Kirk Cousins. I, I know. I don't. I'm not going to fight you on Fields. I I really am not because boy, his two years in the league couldn't have been harder. I mean the 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 the, the situation, the supporting cast, ugly, 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 ugly. And like you, I loved him coming out of Ohio State. So I think this could be a breakout year for him. I still think we take the boring bird in the hand though. I mean, Cousins has played quite well. No one ever wants to admit it in the history of the world, but he plays well every year. All right. I guess we'll go Kirk Cousins. Yeah. All right. You sure? I can't talk you into Justin Fields? No, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll at least smile a little more by saying Fields. I don't want to Justin Fields is our NFC North quarterback. There we go. This is for 2023. There's some projection here. Uh, Yeah. with the weapons he has, and we might even put one of his wide receivers, Matt, on this team. Could you believe that? Yeah, He's got yeah. some talent now to throw to, and they're building something there in Chicago. I'm bullish on Justin Fields. I am going to make him our quarterback for the NFC North, and we might look back on this in a few months and really regret it, but I'm swinging for the fences, and we just talked about how we might have the, the – Just let me put it this way, Matt. Let, let me sell it to the listeners. Let me sell it to you this way. The way that the NFC North doesn't have one of the worst quarterbacks of the all-division teams is if Justin Fields starts to bump his head to the ceiling and you project him to become that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm going Justin Fields here, to give us the, the highest ceiling with this NFC North all-division squad instead of just conceding that we're going to be beat at quarterback most weeks, even though Kirk Cousins is really good. And I don't want to completely crush Kirk Cousins. He's a good right. player. He's right? a good player. Even the teams that have him are kind of looking for another guy, which it looks like it's going to be the last year for him in in, Minis- in Minnesota this year. too. I back you up because I don't want to pick our starting quarterback and make the noise I just did whenever we took Cousins, which went something <laughs> like this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. At least let's roll the dice, and maybe there's only a one in six chance that dice hits, but if it does, we're in a lot better chance. You know? so let's, I like let's, it. I, yeah. I'm fine. He's okay. the path to us not having uh, the, the worst – all division quarterback for them. Yep, yep, yep. But he might be by far the worst too, because that could go the <laughs> other way. I could absolutely go the other way. Yeah. I realized. Oh, yeah. I realized that. Running back for the NFC North: Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman, rookie fourth rounder Rashawn Johnson. I don't know who's going to get all the carries for the Bears. I still think it's going to be Khalil Herbert. It's a player Thank I you. like a lot. Um, David Montgomery now goes from Chicago to the Detroit Lions, but then they go and draft a top 12 running back, a first rounder, Jameer Gibbs, dynamic player there. Aaron Jones, uh, Green Bay Packers is probably the answer here. Unless you want to go with the rookie Jameer Gibbs in Minnesota, it's Alexander Madison, who is now the starter with Dalvin Cook. Moving on, uh, maybe Ty Chandler uh, has an opportunity to wrestle that job away from him at some point this year in his second year. But uh, clearly to me, I mean, it's 
David Montgomery just gets completely leapfrogged here with the with the first round rookie, right? And Jameer mm-hmm. Gibbs. So to me, it's either are you just gonna roll the dice with Jameer Gibbs like we did with Justin Fields and sort of project it out and swing for the fences, or do you go Aaron Jones here? They're the only two options. And Gibbs might be a really dynamic playmaker. Could be rookie of the year. Who knows? I think you have to take Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones has had a really good career and doesn't look any worse to me than he did two, three years ago. You know, he's he's not a full-time guy, but he's he's really good. I think Jones is the pick. Really good all-around player. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had some fun at quarterback. We're just gonna we're we're, we're gonna do Take what we need to do here. Right, we, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> at running back. How about tight end? We've got a couple of rookies in the in the conversation here. The Green Bay Packers went out and drafted a second and third round tight end in Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft in round two and three, respectively. That was after the Detroit Lions drafted Sam Laporta in the second round, after they shipped off their tight end last year at the deadline, who is now in Minnesota in TJ Hawkinson. And then you've got Cole Komet in Chicago. I like all those rookies, but it's Hawk. And a TJ Hawkinson, yeah. uh, a longtime Matt Williamson favorite, by the way. Yeah, and he played great for the Vikes after getting traded, by the way. So, yeah, I think it's clearly TJ Hawkinson there. The O line actually is maybe the best conversation of the whole of the whole. Of the it's whole it's probably the best unit of this division. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's fair to say. One of my favorite guys actually on any offensive line in the NFL is Lions center Frank Ragnow. I, I love this dude. Yeah, He's had I a couple of injuries recently that have uh, you know kind of taken him back from being maybe the best center in the NFL. Um, but when he's on the field, he's he's that good of a of a player. First round pick in 2018. You got Frank Ragnow. His uh, competition is Cody Whitehair of the Chicago Bears, Garrett Bradbury in Minnesota, and Josh Myers, who's a nice little player, a second round pick for the Packers. And they're just really good at grabbing those sort of mid round offensive linemen, aren't they? Those those Green Bay Packers. They really are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Got to be Frank Ragnow, right? Yep, I think it's Ragnow. Go to break, and then we might f- fight some things over tackles and guards. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it. That is perfect. Frank Ragnow <laughs> is our center. He anchors our offensive line. Who are the tackles and the guards, the wide receivers for the North, and, of course, the defensive side of the ball as well. Next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Man, I can't tell you how much I love my Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good, but Bird Dogs make you feel good as well. That stretch khaki shorts, they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you that truly sculpted look. You So you will look good but you don't feel constricted like with those shorts that are made of stiff restricting cotton they're flexing in every direction that you need them to flex are the bird dogs bird dog shorts or think lululemon right but they even fit way better and to be honest with you i think they look a little bit better when you're when you're out uh out and about around in the world and super flexible whether you're at a barbecue whether you're uh working whether you're podcasting like i am now you take them to the gym as well uh bird dogs fixed any painful restricting issues in their pants by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement anti-stink sweat wicking fabric as well that keeps you cool and dry all day long all summer long so go to birddogs.com slash locked on nfl for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on nfl for a free yeti style tumbler with your order you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you Offensive tackle now in the NFC North, Matt. And um, David Bakhtiari is still around. Penny Sewell 
was a highly drafted player, first rounder in 2021 for the Detroit Lions. Taylor Decker was a first rounder five years before that in 2016 for the Detroit Lions. There is a 2023 first rounder in Darnell Wright in Chicago to go along with the um, the really surprising fifth round rookie last year who really a vote of confidence that they didn't draft or, or mm-hmm. sign a left tackle to go over the top of Braxton Jones in Chicago. Really nice story there. I'm not sure who the right tackle is going to be, and Bakhtiari's got his injury problems too with the uh, with the Packers, so there might be uh, a whole you know a rotation of uh, yeah. tackles happening in Green Bay. Christian Darris saw the first rounder from 2021. Uh, a lot of high picks on these offensive and defensive lines in the NFL, Matt. Who would have thought? Uh, and then Brian O'Neill, the second rounder in 2018, those Minnesota Vikings tackles. So I've listed them all. I like Penny Sewell on the right side. I don't know who I like on the left side. Yeah, I, I think Sewell's a slam dunk on the right side, although I am a Brian O'Neill fan. I think in, in some of these conversations, he would have got the nod, but it has to be Sewell, who, frankly, I think he's on the verge of being a top five tackle year after year, plug and play, maybe best right tackle in the league after Lane Johnson moves on. Left tackle, maybe we'll fight about it, maybe we won't, but Bakhtiari's body of work is awesome. It's just been so sporadic lately, and he's up in age, and we got to trust him for 2023. A guy that I hope our listeners start to realize is also on the verge of greatness is the Vikings' Christian Derrissaw. He's a great player. Derrissaw and Sewell. I thought that's what you were going to say. I had Sewell in ink. I had Derrissaw in pencil. He is now in ink. Those are our bookends. we got Derrissaw and Penny Sewell at left and right tackle. we got Frank Ragnow at center. And we've got Elkton Jenkins, I think, as one of the guards. Agreed. Who's the other guard for you in the NFC North? The names are White Hair, I know, is a center, but he has a lot of guard experience. I think we put him at guard very easily. Yeah. Wouldn't cheat. That's not cheating. The the Brown or the Bears sign, Nate Davis, he's a quality starting guard. Um, Vitae is a good player, but. My favorite is another kind of sleeper is Jackson with with the Lions as well. I I don't think that most people realize how good he is. So my vote is Jackson. I would be okay with white hair. White hair's been a little up and down, but Jackson's the guy I feel best about. Uh, Jackson in Detroit. Yes. Yes. Yes, Uh, Jonah Jackson. Yeah. Detroit uh, Lions third rounder in 2020. Okay. Uh, He's our guy. I had Nate Davis penciled in there, but uh, I, I like where you're going with Jonah Jackson. So he is our guy now at guard to go with Elgin Jenkins. And there's our offensive line. Pretty good. The line's strong. Strong. Very strong yeah, yeah, yeah. line. You know, if we're kind of debating one of the guards, you know, then th- that's okay. Because I think mm-hmm. there's, there's Pro Bowl talent at the other four spots for sure. And the Lions had a lot to do with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've got wide receivers, which uh, the Lions have an interesting group there. Uh, DJ Moore added to the list of wide receivers here in the NFC North this offseason as well. Um, he's going to have to make the team for me. There's some young talent. There's some some veterans here. So let's just let's run through all of them, Matt, and then we'll we'll pick our guys. So uh, interesting. an easy one, too, though, to be honest. You think it's easy? You. OK. Yeah, I really do. We'll, we'll see if we're, we're, we're picking the same guys. I got one okay. from Chicago. I got one from Green Bay. and I got one from Detroit. Me, too. Oh no, I'm sorry. I've got oh, one no. from Minnesota. Right, 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 oh, you yeah, know yeah. what? Gosh dang it. I did not I, I forgot to write. <laughs> Justin Jefferson's name. I didn't the write Justin Jefferson's name down because he was just so obvious. And then I was feeling so good about the other three guys. Okay, we're gonna have to have a conversation then here. Uh, okay. So Chicago, we got DJ Moore, we got Chase Claypool, we got Darnell Mooney. And DJ Moore is in the mix. DJ Moore, absolutely in the mix. Yeah. Uh we got 
Amonra St. Brown in Detroit, who's absolutely in the mix here. Absolutely. Uh, Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds. Um, I know. like Jamison Williams, but he's never really played football. Right. We, we don't suspended. know what he's going to look like. Right, right. We're going to have to wait a year on that one. And he's suspended, so he might right. not have that breakout yet. Uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, uh, Jaden Reed, a second rounder this year. Uh, a young group of pass catchers there, but very athletic. I really like Dontavian Wicks, their fifth rounder this year as well. But clearly Christian Watson's the, the cream of the crop there and someone that I'm absolutely considering. And now uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit worried he's not going to be able to make the team for us here. Uh, and then obviously in Minnesota, you've got Justin Jefferson. you got rookie first rounder Jordan Addison. Justin Jefferson is very easily in. Yeah. And I think Amonra St. Brown has to be the second guy, which means DJ Moore has to be the third guy. And that means my guy, Christian Watson's left off the list, Matt, unless you disagree with me. No, I a hundred percent agree. And I think I'm just as high on Christian Watson. I think he's a very, very good player in the making. And um, maybe he won't score touchdowns at the ridiculous rate he did as a rookie, you know, with, with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. But I think he's going to be a very good player for a long time. I just can't pick him over DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore is more well-rounded. Um, that's a good trio. Uh, the O-line and the receivers are the strength of this team. And will be. The defense is hideous. It's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic trio. There's going to be a lot of Green Bay Packers, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. And they yeah. were uh, a really disappointing unit last year. I mean, the Lions were one of the worst defenses in the league last year. It looks a little better. I think the Bears and Vikings are going to be in the mix for worst defense this year. And like you said, Packers have first-round picks everywhere, but none of them play like it. I mean, the defense is horrific as a you know a super team goes. Right, as far as super teams go, right. There's a lot of good players yeah. here. So sure, we're, sure. we're bad-mouthing them. We're talking about as far as super teams go. And there's right. all pros at, you know, at every spot just about with some mm-hmm. of these. Although there's, you know, there's no perfect teams out there. So there's going to be some competitions, I think, among these these rosters um i'm actually feeling a little bit better about the north as we talk through it here because there's been you know especially after a nice little offensive line and wide receiver group that was put together so yeah uh, clearly quarterback might be the one that, that holds it back in the north on offense so i think whenever when this podcast is all said and done though our listeners will say this eight team round robin tournament well the nfc north is going to allow a lot of points to pat mahomes josh allen joe burrow jamar chase on and on and on and on yep. this defense is pretty rough so uh we've got aiden hutchinson you know he was the number two overall pick last year for the mm-hmm. detroit lions had a nice rookie season so uh, obviously he's one of the big names for uh for this group of um of edge rushers and then i think you got to go to green bay right uh and uh I'm a big yeah. Rashawn Gary fan. I mean, Rashawn Gary's, you know, he broke out. He's a, he's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting with this division is Danelle Hunter, who's been, you know, 10 and a half sacks last year. He's not, a, he's not showing up to mandatory minicamp. He could be on the move. He might not be in the division, but right. today he still is. So uh, I don't know what to do there. What do you think with the, with the defensive ends here in this division? Maybe this is the toughest decision because you do have three quality options. I mean, there's not Nick Bosa, Garrett. I mean, all these guys are a step behind the elite. I would leave Hutchinson off. I would go Hunter and Gary. And Gary's probably even my number one. I mean, he he got hurt last year, but he is a chance to be a tier one guy. He could be. I, I had it the opposite. I had Rashawn Gary with Aiden Hutchinson, and I left Danelle Hunter off. Because hmm. of the ascending nature of Aiden Hutchinson, and because of the unknown of where uh, 
Denell Hunter's even going to play this year. Okay. I don't know we should hold that against him because he is a Viking as we record That's this. That's true. That's you true. know, this division needs all the help they can get, too. You can't be trading all their good guys away. I'm I, Hutchinson over Hunter, I understand. I prefer Hunter. I'll, I'll give you Hunter. Okay, okay. He's been Again, now, this was one of the harder conversations. Still only 20... He came the league obscenely young. Yeah, I think he's still turning 29 this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the interior. Now it gets really bad. Right. Um, Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt in Green Bay. I think Clark's the number one, and that's okay. a ringing endorsement of how bad this is. I mean, because he's, he's a good player. I, I think he's the only one that I, has any, like, Pro Bowl hopes or clearly is a well above average starter. How about Bears defensive tackle Justin Jones, who had a lot to say at minicamp this week? Did you hear his Oh, quotes? did he? No. About no. how uh the Packers are washed now. No, no uh Aaron Rodgers that the the Bears are about to take over the division. Like he, oh, wow. he was talking big too, Justin Jones, who's not gonna make our roster. I don't no, know. but uh, I mean wow. there's I don't know if there's any like slam dunk guys to go next to to Kenny Clark here. I mean, we got uh, so, Slayton. We got um, we got Tonga in in Minnesota. We've got right. uh, Aleem McNeil, Isaiah Bugs, uh, Andrew Billings, maybe as Ugh. the nose tackle for this squad might might have to be the way to go. We got a couple of uh, uh, day two draft picks as rookies: Gervin Dexter, Zach Pickens. I mean, this is one of those where if like Jalen Carter yeah. was drafted in this division, oh. he, he would be a shoe in for the the second DT spot. So I think here's the conversation. Ali McNeil is more nose than penetrator, but he's a good player. I mean, he's okay. Harrison Phillips has a body of work as a big body dude that's hard to move. Okay. I mean, we're, we're reaching here. Yeah. Or do you want to roll the dice and say Wyatt, the first round pick last year, breaks out after doing nothing basically as a rookie? I mean, at least he's talented. <laughs> Uh, I thought he was kind of overdrafted. I did too. I didn't like him and coming out that much. He was a good, good prospect. He was a first rounder. Mm-hmm. I mean, Levi Onzorike is okay. Onzorike, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh, it's not good. How about maybe Harrison Phillips? At least you know what he is. I think it's McNeil or Phillips. McNeil. Yeah, McNeil or Phillips. Uh, you decide. McNeil's younger. Okay. So hopefully he's ascending. I don't, I try to stay away from older dudes, but this isn't pretty. And by the way, Packers fans, let us know. Did, did Devontae Wyatt show something at the end of last year and, and he's going to be that breakout guy for you? And if we're missing anything, let us know at the yeah. at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Linebacker is actually good. Strength of the defense to, for me. But it's Lane not Edmonds. great. I think Edmonds in, in Chicago, newly yeah. signed, is definitely one. And I think Devondre Campbell is definitely one. I mean, he had a really good year two years ago. But, I mean, they also have Edwards, who they signed from the Eagles, TJ Edwards. Mm-hmm. First-round linebacker, Jack Campbell. You know, so... I think Edmonds and Devontae Campbell are my two, and that's not bad. Not bad. I was I, mean, I was going to bring up Jack Campbell. Is like, do we do we throw Jack Campbell? You know, 18th pick in the draft, first round linebacker. Do we throw him in there over the body of work with for some of the other guys here? But um, I think Devondre Campbell goes over Jack Campbell, and I think Edmonds has to go. 
Devondre Campbell and Edmonds it is. Yeah, Devondre Campbell and Edmonds. That's not bad. I mean, consider some of the linebacking cores we've dealt with. Those guys both have extreme size, not old, not young, in their prime, making some money. You can live with that, that group. Uh, it's not a great cornerback group either, Matt. Uh, uh, secondary kind of stinks too. Secondary yeah. is interesting. So let's go to corners first. In Detroit, we've got newly signed Emmanuel Mosley. Um, newly signed C.J. Gardner-Johnson is there, who would be a great candidate for that nickel spot. We can even put mm-hmm. him in safety. Um, and who's the other? Cameron Sutton. Sam in, Sutton's a good player. And then Brian Branch as well, the rookie second rounder. So uh, it's kind of like... I could buy any of those guys, and I think some some divisions, none of those guys would make it. So I interesting know. group there in Detroit, and and I like that they put some resources into the secondary. Um, I don't know if it was enough. We'll see, but I, I do like Agreed. the sort of nickel safety look more than I like um, you know the corners is is shutting people down. But they did they did address some things. Did the Detroit Lions, and they needed to in that secondary, obviously, with the way uh, things went, especially at the beginning of last year. So uh, the rest of the cornerbacks here in the NFC North, we've got Rasul Douglas and Jair Alexander in Green Bay. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson, the rookie second rounder to go with Jalen Johnson in Chicago. You got Andrew Booth and Caleb Evans to go with Makai Blackman, the third rounder uh, for the Minnesota Vikings and uh, aside from Jair Alexander, I don't feel strong about any of them. I don't either. I mean, I think Byron Murphy's okay. I think Alexander's an obvious one. Um, I don't I, like Gardner Johnson's probably the next best player besides Alexander, but he has to be our our fifth guy, our nickel, our slot, and maybe we just put punch him in right now as the slot. You, you cool with that? Alexander is one corner. Gardner Johnson is a slot, and yeah, either I already have I already have Gardner Johnson in there in the slot. Okay, I think that's, uh, I think that's the the winner there for sure. And then I think you got to go Murphy and Alexander at corner. I would say Murphy or Sutton, but if you want Murphy, I'm perfectly fine with that. And that then they're going to get a lot of balls thrown at them. Okay, uh, then safety is the is the final piece of the puzzle. Then we need two safeties here from the NFC North. Uh, also, not good. I mentioned Branch. My, we, yeah. might, we might see a rookie make a make an appearance here. Harrison, I Smith, love him. Yeah, Harrison Smith's been playing, you know, at a high level for a high level for a very long time. Has been in the league for over a decade now. He is not playing at that high level that he once was. You do have mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson, Kirby Joseph, breakout player, was a rookie third rounder last year. I loved what I saw from him as a rookie and, and the way he developed. And, and he might be a dude. Uh, really gets his hands on a lot of footballs there for the Detroit Lions. Darnell Savage, former first round pick. Yeah, I would lean toward Kirby Joseph and Eddie Jackson. I think Matt. Okay, um, Jaquan Brisker too. I, I, I say Brisker's a good player. Yeah, Lewisine hasn't played a snap, but I liked him coming out. Yeah, I mean, Lewis, like there's there's projection here with yeah. you know, whether it's Brisker, Scene, even Kirby Joseph is you know as well as, played as a rookie and Branch. Uh, we we could go all projection with the secondary, or do you go with the uh, the old head in Harrison Smith? That's kind of the the, the question. You know, you go yeah. you go Smith and Jackson, who would be on this team a couple of years ago, or do you go Brisker and Joseph? I think Brisker's one of them for me. Okay. And I'm cool with Joseph. I like it. Let's go yeah. young. Risker and Joseph. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Savage crossed my mind as well, but he's been really up and down lately too. 
I mean, he's got a lot of ability. A lot of these guys are decent slot types, you know, Branch, Savage, Gardner Johnson, you know, but I think I like Joseph and, and Brisker. All right. Interesting group here we've got Ooh, with the yeah. NFC North. Wow. All right. So uh, on offense, we've got Justin Fields throwing to Justin Jefferson, Amon Russ St. Brown, DJ Moore at wide receiver, TJ Hawkinson at tight end, running back Aaron Jones, offensive line left to right, which is a good unit. Christian Derisaw, Elton Jenkins, Frank Ragnow, Jonah Jackson, and Penny Sewell. We've got defensive line, Rashawn, Gary, and Danelle Hunter on the edge. We've got Kenny Clark and Aline McNeil on the interior, Tremaine Edmonds and Devondre Campbell at linebacker. Uh, we got Alexander Murphy, Gardner Johnson at the corners, and Jaquan Brisker and Kirby Joseph, second-year guys at safety. And that is the all-NFC North. That's so great. It's, there's some good there's some good groups within that team, but it is, it's the worst team so far, I think. Yeah. O-line and receivers are strong. The South could have something to say about that, Matt. The South <laughs> they might, yeah. Uh, we'll finish with the NFC West. We also have a mailbag in there. So get their get those questions into Matt and I at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. You can also drop a question in the YouTube comments. Make sure you are subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. And also check out Matt doing Locked On Dynasty Football right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt and I back tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.